You're listening to Very Loose Women. Hello, you are tuned in to Very Loose Women live on Resonance FM. I'm Soila and I'm here with Leo and Nikki. Hey. Hi. And our fabulous guest, Lauren. Hey. Um, who I'm very excited to welcome to the show. I think we're going to start off by wishing everyone a happy Pride. Oh, yeah. Happy controversial. Pride. Why controversial? I, I just keep hearing debates around, like, is Pride too corporate now? I mean, yes. Like, can we I'm not wishing, Pride? I'm not wishing, yeah. like, corporations a happy Pride. I'm wishing <laughs> my fellow... Wishing the AE systems <laughs> I'm wishing, a happy Pride. I'm wishing my fellow queers a happy Pride. Yes. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I think if we, uh, today we're going to be talking to Lauren, who is an international award-winning magic burlesque performer. Oh, yes. yes. Um, as well as a drag performer. Oh, yeah. Um, so this episode, we're going to be talking about her work, as well as other kinds of performances we've done. Let's start with celebrations and frustrations. I will kick off <laughs> by celebrating... Um, to maybe um, family members' frustration that I bought at long last. You didn't buy the sandals. I bought the sandals. She showed me photos <laughs> of... So I'm going to cause your feet pain. I and asked, I said it before you bought them. That's I asked, all I was going to say. Um, so they're DMs and they're the vegan blares. Yeah. And I've been waiting for them to come in to my size for a while. And I asked my fellow Instagram friends, and overwhelming response was yes, buy the shoes. Yeah. And I was like, well, I'm glad that basically the people have confirmed what I wanted to do anyway, apart from Leo, <laughs> who voted no. Um, I always vote no to your Instagram buying questions, because um, I'm like, it's better not to buy things. That's my that's, reasoning. That's your opinion, yeah, and a valid one, um, but one that I didn't listen to. <laughs> um, so I bought the sheets, and I'm very happy. Yeah. And they've not come yet, so as soon as they do, I'll be sharing them. Because you would have been sporting them, I would obviously. have, I would have, but they're, they're not here yet. Um, summer shoes. Summer shoes, summer shoes. Lauren. Oh, uh, so I know, okay, the celebration is obviously like Happy Pride Month, obviously, but I really kind of wanted to start with a little bit of a frustration, and I'm sure a few people might join me with this one. Yeah. Trump being in town. <laughs> <laughs> Um, as you could tell, that yeah. was a frustration, not a celebration, <laughs> just so we could clarify that. I know with the American accent, it could be a tricky one, but <laughs> I am not a supporter. And one thing I found was that, okay, so I don't really know the story behind it, but apparently a woman got arrested for stabbing the Trump balloon. Mm. Now, I, I the only th my main concern is like, did she get arrested for stabbing it because she hates him? Which that would be wrong, but if she supports him and she was stabbing it because I don't know she was upset that someone was flying it, <laughs> then that is grounds we need to be to arrested. We need to find out more. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we'll look into it. Was it the big proper balloon, or because I saw some like little baby balloons it, it, as well? Whoops. Like a decent size. I mean, I think I was seeing the photo after it was deflated <laughs> or stabbed. I am not. Um, I'm not condoning violence. I'm not, no. you know, I'm not for violence, but, yeah. you know, I mean, uh, it's Trump. Fair like, enough. It's, fair yeah, enough. we yeah. won't, yeah. We, I think Two we sides all, to that coin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think, Nikki, you have a related. Yeah, so I'm going <laughs> to lead on with Do a, it. a celebration related to Trump. Were you a chicken? 
That's a good question. I was not a chicken. I was, I was among chickens. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was among chickens, but I wasn't a chicken myself. But a chicken, well, no. So one of my friends milkshaked a fascist and... Yeah. That's something to celebrate. Yeah, I think. yeah. I mean, I know the the whole milkshaking thing is yeah. controversial, controversial yeah. But, but I still think that I want to congratulate. Yeah, because we don't need fascists. So. And yeah, also the chickens. There were lots of chickens there. They were dancing. So shout out to chickens and milkshake. And milkshakes. I, mine leads on quite nicely from oh, that. <laughs> it's not Trump related, but um, I went to see my dad and I just got back like a minute. <laughs> Literally walked okay. in less like than 30 seconds, seconds ago. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it was really nice to go and see him. He's really happy, which is lovely. Um, but he lives in this village in France where 50% of the population, according to my dad's stats, which I have to say, he is no journalist. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, are retired and from what I understood retired men like there are literally no women in this town like where do they go (laughs) it's baffling but um, yeah he speaks to a lot of retired men and we went to a market one day Um, there was they, they sell like live chickens for one so that okay, leads on nicely okay. but also live horses and then also oh. like ice cube how do they makers. sell horses at a market it's, it's just like this crazy market they sell everything so my dad went to the Andouillette stop which is like um, blood sausage <laughs> Oh my! <laughs> and sat down, ran into a friend. They had blood sausage together with some red wine. Can't get more French than this. But anyway, his his friend, I say quote unquote friend, but he started going on about how great Le Pen is, and I was oh like, no. Are you kidding me? Like right in front of me as someone who voted for Le Pen in those European elections, yeah. I couldn't believe it, and I felt physically sick. Um, not checking my political leanings here at all. Anyway, um, and then and then my I was like, You didn't, did you? To my dad, and he's like, No, I spoiled my ballot. Then and I think he was testing me, but he was like, I would consider it in future. And I was like, I like, you know, the dad, the Holocaust denial, like, <laughs> you're cool with that. Your dad fleeing the Holocaust, like, all of that. You're like, you're on board with this. Um, and then I spoke about it, like, with a few other people, and they were like, Yeah, he was just provoking you. And I said, Will you promise? that you will never, ever vote Le Pen while I'm still alive, <laughs> which, like, the odds are that I always will be while he is. Um, and he said yes. So okay. I guess that's one less... Yeah. One less voter to worry about. Yes. <laughs> I, I don't know if he would genuinely do it or if he was just trying to get a rise out of me. So, I mean, yeah. see. You know what dads are like. Yeah. <laughs> what do you? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But um, it, was, it was a lovely stay apart from the Le Pen incident. Yeah. Well, and the blood sausage. Yeah, that, yeah. that too. Yeah. We're gonna and the, and the horses for sale <laughs> like, randomly. Um, we're gonna move on from talk of hateful people and things and yeah. voters to a celebration of everything we love, and we're gonna get into our topic today, um, which is about performance and drag and celebrating women and um, queer women and all of that kind of stuff. So, Lauren, you're a performer. Oh my god! Yes, yeah. and yes, it I sounds am. like you also add lots of different elements to your performances. Yes. So please, just tell us more. All right. Well, um, so I I combine magic and burlesque, and I also combine magic and drag king work. I really enjoy having, as you could tell, a common theme magic in <laughs> in in my performances, just because it's a little something different. But I really enjoy doing burlesque because I think for me. I I used to live in L.A. and I acted a bit there. 
And I mean, the, the amount of times someone's like, oh, you're fat, you're ugly. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying this is always how it is in L.A., but it could be a bit more superficial. You know, if you look at what we're producing out of the States, I mean, sometimes I look on there and I'm like, these women, because I'm also a nutritionist by day and a personal trainer, I'm like, it's not even healthy, this body, you know, this, the, this form that they're saying is the norm, mm-hmm. you know, and I think it makes us as women constantly compare ourselves. So a lot of people are like, well, why are you doing burlesque? It, some, you know, sometimes you get some people that are very much against it because they're like, oh, you shouldn't be showing that this or that. I'm like, you know what? When I'm on a burlesque stage, I see women, um, you know, different sexual preferences, different colors, different ethnicities, different body sizes. Oh, my God. I didn't know there was diversity in body types because like mm. Hollywood's not showing it but as we all know there are and I think it's really important for women to be able to see that and associate and and to be able to relate to that and also to see people celebrating their bodies I mean we body shame ourselves so much or I could speak for me I did and, and and it's hard to get out of that and I also think women are sexual beings. Oh, my gosh. Are we? <laughs> of course. And I think it's great to be on stage and I'm choosing if I want to reveal or take off my clothes or not. Mm-hmm. And not every burlesque has it because really what burlesque means is to poke fun at, to make jest of. And I'll give you a, I'll give you a little burlesque history if you want to hear. I don't know. Yeah, so it. basically when it came about, and I'm forgetting the years, women – obviously weren't really allowed to go around naked. So mm-hmm. how burlesque came and how taking and stripping of the clothes came to it, because they were make, making jests that they weren't allowed to wear clothes, be walking around naked. So that's where they have the nipple tassels or the pasties mm-hmm. and, you know, very, very small undergarments, underwears, <laughs> underpants. So that's kind of where people started, I think, really so, because they were almost doing it in protest, like, what? We can't show our, you know. So, so long story short, that's why I think a lot of people associate it with that, but really it means to make jests out of a situation. And mm-hmm. like I said, I think sometimes we live in a society where men feel like they could just, you know, literally thrust themselves upon us at times. And I think it's so important to be like, we're sexual beings. We're happy to show it, but under our terms. Yeah. That's so anyway, cool. that's why I like, that's why I kind of really got into yeah. it. Yeah. And you say that you incorporate magic into Ooh. kind of the performances. Magically make my clothes disappear. Yeah. Um, wow. <laughs> what kind of magic is it? How did you learn to do magic as well, just as a kind of starting point? Well, th- th- there's always a story to everything. Mm. So I I used to do a bit of stand-up comedy. I know a very – my best friend was on the show, Alice Frick, who's mm-hmm. an amazing comedian sure. and does a lovely night called Laughing Labia, which you should all check out. It's all female comedians. Little shout out to her. So I started doing a, a bit of a bit of uh, stand up, and I met this guy named Kyle Wallace who did magic for years, and kind of mentioned how I wanted to do this burlesque course. And he's like, "Oh, Lauren, I like your stage presence and stuff." So long story short, he's like, "I." I'll be your magic mentor. Wow. Which is amazing because that speeds things ahead light years. I mean, really, you know. So, yeah. So he kind of took me under his wing. I've been doing it for about five years now. I am no David Copperfield or anything, <laughs> but maybe one day. Who knows? Day. I like to do stage magic. I like to do some fire because I'm a little bit of like a pyromaniac. Um, <laughs> I, I do enjoy. So I, I uh, stage magic stuff. Levitating things like that. Oh my god! So I like wow. to. I, 
I mean, just a bit of casual levitating. <laughs> what is like levitating? Yeah. What are things like levitating? <laughs> I sometimes levitate things on stage here and there. But I like to combine it, since I come from an acting background, always with a storyline to it. So my burlesque character, her name's Loretta Vondini. She's a nice Southern Belle from the States. Yeah. <laughs> and I kind of create little kind of storylines with magic, mm. obviously with Loretta in it. And yeah, that's kind of, it's just something different. I think this is where you see that there's a lot of diversity in skill sets that you see in burlesque and also in drag king work. You know, in burlesque you see some women are classically trained dancers and they could dance and that's something I don't do, that's why I do magic. Mm. And some are really good with the art of striptease, which I like to think I am, but I'm probably not. Uh, <laughs> you know, some people are really good with that. Some people use circus skills, they're hoopers. Some people use poi. In my drag king act, I do. You know, there's just so many different skill sets, which makes going to a show really fun and interesting. So um, you do do drag as well. Oh, and yeah. I think um, we have this image of what drag is, and it's mainly drag queens. Yes. Um, just out of a, as a feeler, um, what do we kind of think that drag is? What do we know about it? What of it have we absorbed? Mm, I feel like not enough, really. Like mm. mainly a couple of episodes of RuPaul's Drag Race. And I've been to like a couple of live shows that included drag, like kind of cabaret kind of things. But again, like mainly drag queens. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, it's something that I find really interesting. And it's so great to have you on and like hear you talk about it because... It's like something I want to know more about, but don't really know where to start. I've been to Bar Whatever a couple of times. Oh, I um, love Bar Whatever. Yeah, it's great. Um, and so I've seen drag kings and queens, and I have friends who are drag kings. So I, I guess I'm quite, quite aware of both. And also, but it was actually quite recently, I went to um, Bar Whatever and I saw... Um, Sil, who's one of the Roadies Women producers, I mm -hmm. saw Sil's piece, and they did one that was. It was. I, I saw a recent one, but the one before was they were they were a sort of what are they called? You know, with the ball. Oh, the Spanish. Yeah, um, uh, Matador. That's yeah. the one. Yes. Matador. And mm -hmm. um, and then it ends uh, with them in un underpants. Mm -hmm. um, and it was there was there's a lot there was a lot about I think as a cis person about the non-binary identity that. I understood through that performance that I had never yeah. understood before. Mm. And that sort of really, it, it like slapped me in the face with the amount that I, that I was not understanding mm. and that I could understand it through a performance. Mm. Like that had never happened to yeah. me before. Yeah. So that really blew me away. So it was, it was like, I would say that drag has been just in terms of like the LGBT scene, which I'm a part of, like it was very enlightening. Mm. Yeah. So I'd like to piggyback on both of the things that um, both of you ladies mentioned because I do think a lot of people associate drag with RuPaul's Drag Race. <clears throat> no, um, I think in the drag king community, I have to admit, we get uh, quite upset because we are not represented no. at all. Mm. And that is... Yeah. A shame. It's it's yeah. a shame. It's... oh, Because I, I feel like there were probably certain struggles or a lot that he faced or she faced as she was on her rise up. And I'm like, I feel like you're just turning around and doing it to women and non-binary people that really want to use 
as you're using that performance mode to show a certain part of yourself, you're not giving that to others. Mm -hmm. And it's really beyond frustrating. And it's kind of a bit of an uproar, I would say, in the drag king community. But what, what Leo was saying, what I love about what you see from drag kings, so I guess the, maybe the possible, there's not really a positive of not feeling included in something, but maybe the positive thing is, because I think a lot of people watch RuPaul's Drag Race and think that's what a drag queen's supposed to be like. Mm -hmm. They're supposed to make their own clothes and sing. And dance, you know, when really there are so many different art forms that you can be doing within the drag scene. And I'm in no way saying that some drag queens don't do it because that's not true. I've seen like some mind blowing drag queens and even the ones that are doing the lip syncs and stuff. They're still great as well. But I think sometimes because we're so used to seeing that branding of RuPaul's Drag Race and the pageant queens and stuff. We live in the UK like pageants aren't big here. I mean, mm -hmm. I am, as you could tell from the States, but like I wasn't. Let's be honest, I was not doing pageants back <laughs> in my day. You know, and I, I think that's one type of drag that has become very commercialized, and we think that's the whole of it. But what I love about Drag Kings is you go to a show, and Leo, like you were saying, I mean, I have a few amazing performers, and the way that they express the non-binary experience, it's like ch sends chills and almost tears to my eyes. And I think it's it's incredible, and and it's great that they ha have the avenue for that. I would associate myself with like a lesbian performer, and I th for me, I bring a lot more. I, I I choose to do it through a lot of comedy and magic, and I play with my balls because I yeah. I just came up with a new act of poi <laughs> with poi. So I kind of use circus skills and magic to tell the stories I want to tell. You'll see people that are incredible lip syncers. You'll see like Adam All, who's my drag daddy. So I gotta give a little bit of a shout out. Thank you, Daddy. <laughs> but he also runs a lot of great nights around town. Boy Box is the name of his nights at the Glory and also at uh, She Bar, I believe. And I know he graces the stage, a bar, whatever. And he has given a forum and, and, and an opportunity for a lot of kings to perform and get out there. And I just think in the drag king world, because... We don't have, oh, this is what it's supposed to look like. You just, when you go to a show, you see so much diversity of skill sets, of storytelling. You'll, you'll laugh, you'll cry, you'll be bewildered. You'll just be like, what the F is going on? Like, it, it, it's the diversity in it. And it's uh, the genders that are on stage. It's the ethnicities, the colors, the, you know, it's 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 diverse. And, and skill sets, it's just diverse in, in so many ways. Mm. And nice to be a part of that mm, absolutely now um neither of us uh others do drag um but we have done like different kind of performance pieces um and just performance in general so leo but a comedy kind of you're drumming um and then um nikki you were mentioning protest performance which i thought was incredibly yeah interesting. yeah um so yeah kind of what other ways have we been performers i might i'm gonna just quickly chime mm. in because i want to hear those but i'm gonna throw a question at you ladies that you could get back to towards the end if you were a drag king what would your drag king name be? <gasps> so I'll let you I need about five days to prepare. Yeah, I've not had enough time to think about that. That's not fair. Oh, oh. Well, think about it, but Nikki, I want to hear about your... Okay, I'll let that go go on in the back of my head. Yeah, I just wanted to throw it out Come there. on, brain. Okay. So, yeah, I've been involved in recently in some performance protests. Like, I've always really liked acting. Like Since I was a kid, I used to love acting. I used to write loads of plays and stuff. 
And it's one of those things that I feel like quite comfortable doing. Um, and it was really nice to find like an opportunity to do it and to combine that with um, activism, environmental activism, which is something I'm also really passionate about. So um, I'm involved in a group called BP or Not BP, who are a group that are trying to get fossil fuels out of the arts, basically. So like loads of um, theatres and museums are sponsored by fossil fuel companies like Shell and BP. Um, so, yeah, the kinds of protests that we've done are like, for example, when we were campaigning for the RSC to drop BP, at that time they were doing a tour of the musical Matilda. So we like did another version of the Matilda musical, basically, um, and yeah, I really enjoyed that, like singing the Matilda songs with different lyrics and stuff. Um, and yeah, or like dressing up as BP execs and trying to fool people into thinking that I was actually a BP exec and people believing me, even though I really don't look <laughs> that like her. Yeah, I, I like know. that. I was really, really bad <laughs> like that. that. I was like, I'm almost like a bit upset that someone <laughs> believed that. But um, yeah, like I really do love performing and it's something that I would definitely like to do more of like I really want to explore that part of myself but I'm always a bit unsure are there things pushing go. and pulling I know that feeling yeah of, um I really want to be on stage yeah. but then I also immediately in the immediate of it <laughs> lack the confidence yeah exactly yeah. yeah yeah and I know I'll enjoy it once I'm yeah. in that moment but it's yeah it's the it's the it's, lead up it's the bit before because even sometimes you know I've performed for for years, you know, and sometimes it's like the five minutes before I'm like, why am I doing this? I'm like, yeah, I'm going to puke. This is why, why did And then the moment I'm on stage, it's like, I forget about it all. I love it. It's a great time. But it's Go the first it. five minutes. You're just like, what? Definitely. I, um, we, we played a big, I've been uh, drumming for a year, so not long at all. Okay. First of all, I'm just going to say that is hot. I mean, I've always wanted to be, and when I heard, I was like, she's a female drummer. Oh my God. It is, yeah. It's one of the best things I've ever done because it is like, it is like a meditation. So once I get into it, I'm very comfortable. Obviously, I screw up. We all know that. <laughs> but uh, but like going into it, it's that exactly the five minutes before we yeah. did our biggest gig like a couple of months ago. And I decided to put face paint on my face and then take it all off. <laughs> just like in, the, in really? the five minutes before going on stage. And I was so freaked out. But then once I was there, I was like, oh, I know these songs. We even did a song that we practiced like four times in a front, like in front of a crowd of hundreds. It was really, really strange and odd, but I was like really fine. Yeah. Um, but when I did comedy... I was shitting myself the whole way through because um, I do not remember a word of what I said. I drank way too much wine before, and I've never done it again. <laughs> I think it was terrible. What kind of what kind of music do you do? What, what it's kind a, of... we're a it, it's called like a glam queer punk band, but it's basically what? like punk Love rock it. and roll. I, Where I are you say. performing next? Uh, well, we're actually on Friday at Horsemeat Sandwich and then on Sunday at DIY Space. Nice. Oh, yeah, nice. Got two I gigs coming up. I come and see you. Oh, I, I so get it. I want to check yeah. it out. Yeah, we'll do it. We'll do it. It's a nice scene. I really like the queer punk scene. It's very gentle. Yeah. yeah. It's very friendly. That sounds fun. So I've thought of my dragging name. Yeah. Oh, and oh I've, already, I've already God. come up with an act. <laughs> Oh my gosh! I really, really we want to hear. We want to hear all about so it. I don't yeah. know. I don't know if it's going to make sense, but I'm thinking like Suzanne Apple, right? Okay. Play on the Adam's apple thing. Oh, but my love... character, I'm like a Suzanne because it's your middle name. Suzanne's my middle name. Yeah, but 
the character is like a Renaissance painter, right? Love it. Because there's a Suzanne. <laughs> I love that you just came up with I, this. I, 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 give, like, I give her two minutes. She comes up with an axe. Incredible. Like, and then you've got, so there's a painter called Suzanne, yeah. and he paints still life apples. Yes. And there's a painting which is known as Suzanne's yeah, apples. Yeah, yeah. Oh. So I'd be like, Kind of playing on the apple, kind of, I the kind it. of, oh I don't know, God. maybe sexy apple themes, oh, yeah. Adam's apple kind of thing. Oh my, look at this! How fast does your brain work? Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just talking to you. I'm like, I'm, oh my gosh! I'm, I'm gonna expect a lot out of Leo <laughs> and Nikki after you know this one. So I'm, wow, I'm Suzanne. That's Suzanne. You should apple. really do that. <laughs> That's amazing. A hundred percent should. You can give me some tips on where yeah. to start. Yeah. Please do this. You gotta do this. <laughs> Louis Vondini, I would, been... I would, he'd be, you know, my dragon character, Louis, he'd be welcoming <laughs> you to the stage. But Suzanne, yeah, is a woman's name. No, but that's the kind of, the play on the, because th- I, I could be, oh. Suz- you know, I oh, could Suzanne. say, like, I'm Suzanne. Suzanne's <laughs> apple. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I have got nothing. So I'm <laughs> Me neither. I'm yeah. afraid. Well, there we go. Yeah. Well, um, you can find it in the show notes. Yeah, <laughs> and and hopefully, perhaps next show, maybe you know. Yeah, definitely. We'll give you a week. Mm, thank you. Mm, yeah. All right. Yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah. I'll sit down every night and think about it. Um, to kind of finish off, are there anything you want to kind of add? I know that veganism is something that's Ooh, important, yes. and um, we've done shows on veganism. And yeah. We're very interested in it. Well, it just so happens. That, I can't believe you brought that up. Um, I, I have a vegan YouTube channel that I just started uh, January 2018 kind of thing. So it's, it's relatively new. I like to go to like different restaurants. I like to look at different aspects of the vegan lifestyle. But obviously, main thing, I do enjoy eating a lot. So I like to go to kind of like different restaurants in London, get to talk to the owners, hear their ethos, stuff like that. You know, I'll do what I eat in a day videos. Sometimes I'll do recipes. Sometimes my drag nice. king character, Louis Vondini, comes on the show. Ooh. Whoa, 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 because he's vegan, you know, <laughs> impressing the ladies. What? So, yeah, I mean, it's it's fun. And I just want to show how it's it's easy to be a vegan there's so much to offer especially in a city like london it's not hard and it's just it's fun it's good to it's good to be good at animals and the environment and things like that so check it out it's just veganing j-u-s-t-v-e-g-a-n-i-n boom and how can our listeners come and see you perform well you could look up Loretta Vondini or Louis Vondini online because I have an Instagram, Louis Vondini, and then both both of my alter egos are on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And my next show I'm doing is actually in Del Mar. It's in Spain. It's this weekend. Elfest. What? <laughs> Big lesbian festival. Louis will be having fun there. And I'm also doing like Elfest in Wales. And I gosh, a few other shows. I'm a part of a burlesque troupe called the Scarlet Vixens, which is based out of Reading, but we do shows in London and up there. So just kind of like keep an eye out because they're always popping up. Those. Amazing. Thank you so much for coming on the Thank show. You. It's been such a pleasure to have you. Um, that's it for us today. Um, thank you, Leo and Nikki as well for being on. Leo for making it in the nick of time. Um, thank you, John, for engineering for us. You can listen to previous shows, um, VLW Radio. Thank you and good night.